Let's go! What's up, everybody? Welcome to the House of Mario episode 17. I'm your host, Drew Agnew, and joining me today is Jono Peck. Jono, how you going? Pretty good, Drew. Thanks for having me on the show. It's always good to talk to another South Australian. I was, yes, I yes. was born in Adelaide, but have been over here for in Victoria for far too long. <laughs> far too long. Yeah. <laughs> Has it rubbed off on you yet? Yeah, definitely. I'm definitely, a, I'm definitely a Victorian, really. But I like to stay true to my to my crow eaters back home. Yep. I always shout out um, to them. <laughs> yeah, we did not talk about that so soon yeah. after the grand final. It was a sad day. I had like I had like eleven <laughs> family members at that game, including my mum. Really? So, yeah. They actually went there. Yeah, they they were at the game. Oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jono, for those who uh, don't know who you are, mm. uh, tell us a bit about yourself. Well, I live in Geelong. I'm a bit bit of a nerd, probably like everyone that's ever come on this show. And uh, <laughs> at the moment, I work in like public affairs and communications, but I've got a background in journalism. So I've, I've worked in newspapers for most of my life, and I also do fair bit of podcasting with the explosion network and my podcast putting in work where just interview different people every week talking about creative projects much like this one and other cool stuff that people get up to and uh written a book done a bit of everything really so yeah it's just good to branch out and do different stuff like this like i'm not a nintendo guy really so people might be surprised i'm on this show but we'll probably get to that a bit later (laughs) hey yep that's why you're on something a bit different um, we met at RTX Sydney just uh, earlier this year. It mm-hmm. feels like such such a long time ago now. Yeah, it's almost like, you know, it feels like we've known, or like not just you and me, but everyone that was there, it feels like we've known each other mm. for ages, I guess. Like, we, we, I got to meet, I, I didn't get to talk to him like uh, you did on uh, on your podcast, but uh, just like bumping into him, it doesn't actually feel like I've met them. It just went like that. <laughs> Who's that, the, the kind of funny guys? Uh, yeah, Greg and Tim. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, it's pretty, know, it's just, pretty crazy. It just flew by. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just want to talk a bit about your uh, your gaming history sure. because you know, obviously, this is a Nintendo podcast, and uh, you uh, don't have much um, history with Nintendo. You've uh, mainly played PlayStation and yeah, other things. That's just, right. So, should we go back to what, the, uh, the very start? The very start. Sure. So, the first console I had, <laughs> I'm pretty old, so it was a. Sega Mega Drive, or the Genesis, as our American listeners might know it, and <laughs> that was the console that I probably associate most with my early childhood because it was pretty much from I don't know, I can't remember exactly how old, like age five till age ten, maybe. Uh, so Sonic and Bubsy and a whole lot of licensed <laughs> games. Uh, you know, Power Rangers and Simpsons and uh, Captain Planet, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> and never really realizing that it was the inferior console, which consensus now would be that absolutely was. But yeah, like I did have friends who had Nintendo, so I'd, you know, go around to their house and play as much as I could. But yeah, because I went straight from the Sega or Sega to PlayStation 1 and st- stuck with PlayStation since then, my only real exposure to Nintendo has been either Friends, which, you know, we all have 
lot of friends with uh, you, you spend a lot of time with friends playing games so it's not like I'm have no idea what this Nintendo thing is but it was, it was yeah either friends or like we had a Game Boy and that was the probably the introduction to Donkey Kong and Pokemon and some of those franchises and it's been a lot more later in life that I've come to you know going back to some of those old games and now that the SNES classic is here it's made it a lot more easy mm. well that, that's one of the uh, the best things about the NES classic like lots lots of fans want to pick up a, a small little console to put under their uh, TV mm. but people like yourself who don't have access to maybe a Wii U or a Switch where you can download these games that's where it really the the uh, money proposition comes into yeah definitely like yeah. there was there was a little bit of an era when I was at uni where I would go back and play some Game Boy Advance emulators and Nintendo 64 emulators a bit of Conquer mm. and Majora's Mask and Link to the uh, not Link to the Past Ocarina and so you know I, ha- I had a little bit of a play with that but it's not the same is it like playing on your on your PC or your laptop and you know yeah. pretty bad ROMs and, and just the whole lack of a controller and all that kind of thing it's <laughs> not really the experience so getting to uh, hold the SNES control and play on the TVs yeah you could get it, it takes you back a little bit as well doesn't it yeah, well, I've only played a little bit of mine, but we set it up and we played a bit of Mario Kart and Star Fox. Yeah. And just you're holding the controller and actually getting to see it again. It's like, oh, this is awesome. Because a, a lot of the times uh, I went through the phase as well, playing on emulators, mm. and I was playing with the Xbox 360 controller, and you're trying to play um, <laughs> side-scrollers with that D-pad. Yeah, right. And it's it's just not, uh, <laughs> not great. <laughs> yeah, the D-pad's on... Like, if you have to use a D-pad on, like, a DualShock or something... It's kind of difficult. Like it doesn't feel right, even though I find that even though it's probably improved the, the technology since then. But it just feels yeah. something feels better about it on the old controls. Yeah, I find the DualShock um, D pad pretty good, but uh, yeah, the, the Xbox um, one's not too good. Right. I find it better when it's up the top. Mm. Okay, yeah, it might be. It might be that indie uh, the indie games that Sony had a focus on at the start of the the PS4 cycle that made them kind of develop a, a way to to make it feel good again because you don't really use it for anything else, I feel like, apart from menus, right? Yeah, or just like choosing your guns in Call of Duty yeah. or swapping grenade to something else. <laughs> yeah, that's it. So it doesn't really have to feel that great. I can understand why Microsoft didn't really put too much into it. But yeah, like a mm. uh, uh, kind of reignited interest in those old school games was my um fascination with shovel knight and super meat boy and some of those games that harken back to that age of um, 16-bit and 8-bit so yeah playing playing those games over the past few years has made me kind of like it's it's been really cool to um oh and like mega man legacy collection you you play these uh kind of newer games inspired by the old ones and and you you know it hits you how great they are but then when you go back and play the games that inspire them it's really obvious what elements they've lifted and uh which gameplay mechanics and things like that mm. yeah for sure like this the list of games on this thing is just absolutely mind-blowing you yeah. can play this thing for probably a couple of years and just be content yeah. with that unless if you block out all uh modern news <laughs> Yeah, it's a it's one of those things where some a lot of people seem to buy it, they've got it, and then they just probably don't even play it really because they 
can't <laughs> make the time to do it. But... All, they, all they don't, all, all they don't want to be so close to their TV. Yeah, that too. <laughs> the cord. I found a way around that, but uh, it's. I think it's a. Re- it's going to be like the SNES Classic is going to be a really good thing to just have for when there's no new games that I want to play, instead of going mm. and trolling through my PS Plus list and seeing what I've missed and. You know what's on sale on the PS Store. I can go. Oh, actually, I might, I might try a Link to the Past. I might try and finish that. You know, and put a few hours into it, or put a few hours yeah. into F Zero or something fun like that. Hmm. What games have you uh, uh, played on it so far? Sure. So it's been a week basically since I booted it up, and I've m- spent most of my time with Super Mario World. I have only kind of like. I've played it. I haven't played through it. I've just played it. So it is pretty cool to get the full context for what that game is. And like, correct me if I'm wrong, because you're the expert. Is it regarded (laughs) as the best of that 16 and 8-bit era? Uh, Like Mario-wise? Yeah, yeah, out of the Mario's, yeah. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Because I think it's the only 2D Mario game on the... um, SNES. Okay. The other, the other three were NES. Right. So, yeah. Sure. So, uh, yeah, I wasn't sure with like Yoshi's World and all that, whether they, how they fit in if if there was any other Mario games, but it's just that one. I know. Uh, to be fair, I see I see Yoshi's Island and that as sort of a separate series. Yep. I, know, I know they, some people might disagree, but I see them as two different games. Is Mario in those games? Uh, he's, he's, he's a baby. Oh, right. Okay. So, so the the aim of the game is Yoshi's trying to um, he's found baby Mario and he's trying to take him home. Okay, look after him. Yeah, sure. And there's like the Paper <laughs> Mario or Mario RPG or whatever as well. Yep. And that's not really a platforming game. Is uh, it? Um, that that was a game made by Square Enix. Mm. So that's a RPG. Separate, yeah. Okay. Made by them. Well, yeah. So anyway, it's it's cool to to get I guess experience Mario in all his two D glory. Yeah. Mm. Because the Super Nintendo was like way before, well, not way before, but it was a long time before I started playing video games. Right. So I never played any of these games when they first come out. Mm. So Mario World, I actually played on the uh, Game Boy Advance. Uh, Link to the Past, I've gone back to through Virtual Console and things like that. But a lot of these games I haven't played to completion either. Sure. It's like Super Metroid's probably the one that um, jumps out at me the most, just ones I haven't played enough. Yeah, that's one that I... It might have been... the. It was the first one that I that I booted up on the, on the SNES Classic because I thought, this is a game that people... Like, a lot of people, like, in, people in the industry and just old, I guess, older gamers will <laughs> refer to this as their favorite game ever or, like, one of the, yeah. one of the best games ever. So, having played... Um, oh, man, now I've... I'm drawing a blank on the the indie that was inspired by Metro. I don't know what you mean. Um, 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 <laughs> I'm gonna it came like out on Switch literally this week. I... Yeah, I'm gonna feel like an idiot. Um, but Axiom Verge. Yeah, sorry, Axiom Verge. Yeah, I played a lot yeah. of Axiom Verge <laughs> last year, and going into Super Metroid now, I'm so glad you thought of that. I would have felt like the biggest idiot. If I couldn't <laughs> remember, but yeah, going back and like even just the way that the enemies, you know, come at you and the types of enemies it's like okay they've literally just pulled it straight from from super metroid or even from metroid it might have been from the first one i don't know because i haven't played that but yeah it, i think it's mainly based on the very first Metroid. yeah right 
but yeah, it's it's a creepy game. Like even in two D and like sixteen mm. bit, it's like man, like the music and the the setting. It's it's really unsettling. Like a sci, like you can feel you can feel that sci fi horror kind of vibe. Yeah, I've been meaning to play that, but uh, like since I haven't finished Super Metroid either, I'm like, should I play Axie Verge or should <laughs> I dive into Super Metroid? Mm. Yeah, it's a, it's uh, I guess. It, it comes down to what's accessible to you. And I played Axiom Verge on my Vita, so it was just something I took with me. If you've, Is it out on yeah. Switch yet? Yeah, it came out this week. Right, okay. Well, on Switch, yeah. If you've got it with you, then I guess it's it's a bit more digestible than having to sit down mm. at the, the TV with the 1.5 meter cord, <laughs> controller yeah. cord. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, super, uh, I've got Super Metroid on... Um, 3ds as well so that's easy to take around too but mm. so i've got no excuse but yeah. here i am <laughs> the decisions we have to make as gamers hey it's, yeah it's, tough. It's, a, it's a tough life <laughs> yeah yeah the other the other games that i delved into the most would probably be donkey kong country and my wife wanted to play that until she kept dying and i didn't because it's that old two-player thing where you you're both playing, but you take it in turns. It's that weird kind of not, yeah. it's not co-op. Yeah. It's yeah. Uh, and then, so I'm up to the minecart level on that, which is giving me the, <laughs> giving me the irrits that one. Um, <laughs> and I've dabbled in F zero. I've dabbled in street fighter, Contra three, which is that old one hit kill kind of side scroller. It's pretty frustrating yeah. at the moment. <laughs> And, uh, and yeah, like, yeah, as I said, mostly Super Mario World, but pretty keen to, to get into Link to the Past. And obviously there's, um, Castlevania 4. I don't know what the reputation of Castlevania 4 is, but is that something that's highly regarded as far as you know? Uh, I, that's a, that's a blank spot yeah. on my slate. I don't know anything about Castlevania really. Right. Yeah. I, like I know that Symphony mm. of the Night was this huge thing in the next mm. generation, but whether 4 has that reputation. I'm not sure, yeah. I guess if it made it onto this, uh, I assume it means something. Yeah, are there any games on here that you know are just kind of filler? Because I've heard um, I've heard that the, no, the really. Ghouls and Ghosts one doesn't hold up that well. It might not hold up that well, but Ghouls and Ghosts, it's, yeah. it's like notorious for being hardcore. Okay. <laughs> like old school, just like Notorious, yeah. What about the um, Kirby's, like, there's like Kirby Golf or Dreamland or some weird... Yeah, they're, they're good games. Yeah. They're, they're fun for what they are. Like, I, I enjoy Kirby. I'm not a huge Kirby fan or anything, mm. but... Um, have you got a chance to check out Star, Fo- uh, Star Fox 2? No, I haven't uh, played Star Fox yet. I, I, that's another, you know, not being a Nintendo guy a franchise that I haven't had any interaction with apart from in the, the Smash Bros levels. Yeah. What's the um what's your view on that? Have you unlocked it yet? It's the one game you have to unlock. Yeah, I went straight into Star Fox just to unlock yeah. Star Fox two to see what it's like. And uh I, I enjoy the original Star Fox. I think the aesthetic is nice even though it's super basic. Mm. But going into Star Fox two, it's so impressive what they've been able to pull yeah. off. But just playing it isn't fun. <laughs> Why? Because it's it, it's complete 3D and you're controlling it with a D-pad for one. Oh. 
and like you're trying to like turn around and the frame what the frame rate just slows right down and I, I find it pretty jarring the play is it an incomplete play- game uh no it's finished so why was it never released uh they they didn't release it because um at the time the PS1 was already out yeah and what the PlayStation 1 could do was a lot more impressive than what Star Fox 2 was doing with 3D so they were embarrassed so no, well, they just decided to hold it and wait for the PS... Oh, not the PS... The, um... 64. Nintendo 64. So did they yeah. turn it into a 64 version, basically? Like the Star, Sox, um, Star Fox 64, was that, ba- like, built no, on? No, the original? Okay. no, it was a different game, yeah. Okay. So they just completely so, scrapped it. Yep. Hmm. Until now. <laughs> <laughs> Until now. They knew one day that the, the SNES Classic would come out. Hmm. I don't know if you uh, saw... Last uh, last year, but the developers of Star Fox Two, they all went out for dinner when they heard it was coming out on the SNES Mini. It's pretty cool. It's <laughs> yeah. it's funny because the side of the box says something like twenty plus one games, and it's like, why not just say twenty one <laughs> games? But I guess the the Star Fox being locked away is the plus it. one. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. So it, it is cool that it's there, but. <laughs> it's, it's not it's not it didn't come out for a reason yeah okay I feel. it's kind of like a easter egg on, on this console isn't it yeah any other games you've uh, yeah I'm just trying to think played on there uh, Secret of Mana put a bit of time into that it's a, na- a name that I'm familiar with and I, yeah they're doing a remake now that's coming out early next year aren't they but mm. uh, yeah knowing it was Squaresoft, I guess, before they changed their name, had me interested. It's um, it's kind of like an action RPG, whereas instead of turn-based combat, you're just kind of hacking at enemies. I'm probably only 30 to 45 minutes into that, so I'm not sure if I'll stick with it, but it's um, it's got a really interesting look about it. It's very colourful. It's very of its time, I think. Like it, when you see that, you just immediately think Super Nintendo. And um, it's probably if if I hadn't if I hadn't played a fair bit of Final Fantasy VI uh, recently, I probably would have gone into into that instead. But that's a it's yeah. too much time to to pick, to pick that as the first game, I think. <laughs> Yeah, probably, yeah, the RPGs on here are a huge time yeah, sink. <laughs> that's it. Like the the SNES Classic for what it's cost, hundred and twenty bucks in Australia. I think you're definitely getting your like hours of content out of it, aren't you? Mm, yeah, for sure. Well, especially after you've played Persona Five this year, mm, haven't you? I did. Yeah, I finished it. Yeah. So, have you? Are you all um, RPG'd out at the moment? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Like it would take a actually said when when I was close to finishing that, like, I don't think I'm ever going to play a Japanese RPG again because it, <laughs> it took so long to get through and I wasn't enjoying it. And that was coming off the back of, like, Final Fantasy fifteen, which also I felt like went too long and I didn't... I wasn't enjoying it. Um, I guess, like, Persona was, was an awesome... is an awesome game. It's probably in my top three games of the year. So it's nothing about the way that that game plays, whereas Final Fantasy fifteen, I actually did have an issue I wanted it to be more turn-based like a bit more old school Final Fantasy 7 is one of my favorite games ever Um, and I guess I just wanted that feeling back but um, 
yeah, I mean, I, I can, I could, I could just see my into my future as I was playing Persona Five, and I was like, I don't have enough time for these <laughs> games. So apart from the Final Fantasy VII remake that's coming out in the next ten years, uh, yeah, I, I'm not going to be running to the shops for any of these RPGs. I think, which is a shame. Yeah. <laughs> Because I bought Persona 5 and I played probably the first hour or so. And I just haven't got back to it because I've been playing other stuff mm. or busy or whatever it might be. It's a, it's a barrier saying, though, isn't it? Like you don't want to start it knowing it's going to take you 120 hours unless yeah, you've got 120 yeah. hours to put in. Because I'm just thinking about like my time with Zelda. I'm like, God, I spent a lot of time playing yeah. Zelda this year. And that's 60 hours. Yeah. Let alone the 100 hours just to finish the story. I don't... Oh. Yeah, I mean, not- it's. I, I was kind of rushing through that game by the end of it, uh, Persona Five, and it still took me 120 hours. You know, so <laughs> it's yeah. 100 is. Some people have finished it in 100 somehow, but they must have avoided the side missions and that kind of thing. Yeah. Oh God, <laughs> just thinking about it, it's like, oh, I don't know, but it's. Um, if it was on a if it was on a portable, I might have a chance, but. Mm. Yeah, in front of the TV. It, and yeah. the the thing about it is, it feels like it it could be like it doesn't feel like oh this I can you can I can understand why this isn't on Vita or Switch like no it, it feels like a portable perfect kind of portable game like if you played Persona Four, it's the same like menus and you're running around town to different areas and the areas are self contained it's not a huge open world or anything and the you know turn based fighting. It's awesome, but mm. it's not like wow. This is it doesn't seem too powerful for one of those consoles. It, mm. Yeah, because it it is on PS3 as well in Japan. Yeah, exactly. Mm. So if it can run on PS3. It can run on Switch. Mm. Yeah, my my co-host Bryce keeps on telling me to play it, but uh. yeah, <laughs> I mean it's it's good game. The music's awesome. The story's great. You just uh, you got to be prepared to smash that x button to get through it <laughs> yeah uh all right we'll move away from the snes uh mini uh talk sure for now uh, i just want to ask you as someone who's never played or no, sorry never owned a nintendo system apart from the game boy mm. um what do you think of current nintendo since the switch come out what's your take on them my take which is based on pretty much everyone else's takes because <laughs> i've only really got the you know the the uh, global village of the internet to to fill me in. <laughs> it looks like they're doing really well. It looks like people are pretty happy. Like I haven't seen anyone with a Switch complain about it really, despite there's obvious limitations of it. There's obvious, you know, lack of probably fresh original games, but people don't seem to care. Like they seem to just be infatuated with this device and gobbling up any game that comes out, whether it's stardew valley that's you know been on pc and ps4 for like a year or so this week i think that came out or whether it's you know a port of you know any of the the many many ports that there have been people uh yeah they they seem just to be snatching them up and like anything anything that is original uh the Golf RP, what's the golf RPG there? Everyone's going yeah, on. golf story. Yeah, golf story. Like people loving golf story. People playing Splatoon. That was everywhere. The rabbits. It's just yeah. I think that um, 
it's almost like Nintendo have given people just enough games so that they can't complain. And mm. <laughs> and they've given them, you know, with Zelda being, by most accounts, a game game of the year frontrunner and uh, the looming Mario Odyssey that's about to drop on everyone's heads. I think that uh, there'll probably be a lot of people that, that give the Switch their console of the year if there was such a award. Mm. It's definitely gotten the most buzz. Yeah, it's it's been awesome to see what they've done in this year. Yeah. And the other... At, th- at the, sorry, just the last thing I'll say on, on that as an outsider is that it's completely killed off the Vita, like, as a yeah. discussion, like, point. And, you know, people that have Vitas and love their Vita, I've heard a lot of them say, I haven't touched it since the Switch came out, or I don't want to go back to my Vita or whatever it is, which, you know, I've I've still got my Vita and I still play it whenever a PS Plus game hits that I want to check out or whatever it is or I actually use it probably mostly for remote play with the TV but I feel like they haven't released any new games for the Vita since no since uh, the Switch came out it's like they've just given up because they know that they're not in that space anymore <laughs> yeah but the last time I picked up my Vita was for Undertale which is probably a month or two ago yeah so there's been Undertale yeah. and Danganronpa 3 which just came out so there are some games that are you know they're on PS4 and Vita but like last year we had Severed on the Vita and that was an exclusive until it hit the Wii U but yeah I just it's it's the Switch is you know people have been saying Vita's dead for a long time but the Switch I think is almost well and truly put the nail in the coffin yeah it's 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 a shame really because the Vita was awesome but mm. Sony just didn't handle it very well no it, it looks like it the I don't know whether it's the changing views of the company or just a response to lack of sales or whatever it was that they expected and, and didn't hit there, but they haven't put the value in it that, that I guess the people who were enjoying it wanted them to. And that Nintendo's definitely put into the Switch because it's all about that handheld. Like the handheld, as someone that, you know, I'm assuming plays the Switch quite a bit, how much is the handheld aspect of it the, the biggest hit how much is it the biggest hit as in like how often yeah like do I like, like how how much of a factor i would I say biggest hit because it seems like it's the thing that people seem to enjoy the most about it but for you how much of a factor is it the fact that it's portable oh it's huge yeah yeah because um a lot of the times like you know how there's you, like if it's not cross by, they've got an RPG on the Vita or the PS4. Mm. You're like, it looks really pretty, and I want it on my TV. But at the same time, I'm not going to be sitting in front of my TV playing it all the time. With the Switch, you can literally just do both, mm. easy. So like a lot, a lot of the times, I might be playing Mario Kart just by myself, and I can just put it on the TV and instantly play four people. Mm. It's really what really would be the, in that what would be the percentage of TV versus tablet, for lack of a better term. Uh, probably 60% handheld, yeah. 40% TV. Okay. It just yeah. depends on what your lifestyle is too because a lot of the times I'm out and about so I just take the Switch with me and play that way. Milk and That's the cows. That's how I was able to play so much Zelda. <laughs> you do it down at the dairy? Down at the dairy. 
one hand milking the cows, the other one the Joy-Con. Yeah, nice. That's it. Playing, uh, what's the what's the cow milking game on the... Uh, uh, one, two, switch. Yeah, one, two, playing one, two, switch while you're milking a real cow. Yeah. That's it. Going for the high school. Um, as, like... Uh, since you're a big fan of the Vita, mm. the Vita's, you know, not many games are coming out for it. You've never owned a Nintendo console. What what would make you buy a Switch? Like, would would it fill the hole which the Vita <laughs> is uh, now disappearing? Yeah, I mean, maybe like, I feel like if like Breath of the Wild is the biggest reason for me to buy a Switch. If I was to do it, um, I've generally just been like a one console person always like i've never been like oh i'm gonna buy the xbox and the, and the gamecube and everything yeah. so i can play every game like there's more than enough on playstation to keep me busy but if i you know if i got to a point in my life where maybe you know let's just say i was commuting for an hour every day to work or something then yeah maybe i would think about the switch as more of an investment that would be worth my time and i think having the first party lineup would be important uh, because I wasn't blown away by the launch lineup, which was, you know, as we know, basically Breath of the Wild and old yeah, stuff yeah. <laughs> that people, if if they wanted to, they'd already played. Just uh, one to switch, you could have uh, got that cow cow milking. Yeah, I could have. Pat. Yeah, I don't. I don't think. <laughs> I don't think I want to get that down pat <laughs> as, as someone with a in-laws running a dairy farm i don't want any uh re- oh, i don't want right. any reason for them to ask for my assistance yeah you'll get a job yeah yeah <laughs> yeah um but yeah i mean if they can pull off what they did with breath of the wild um with mario and with whatever comes next in in that everyone's talking about it everyone's blown away by it that would be the the strongest argument or the strongest like influence on me deciding yeah i, I better pick up one of these and how, how much are they now by the way uh 470 470 yeah maybe a price drop or two as well mm. yeah <laughs> Do, Not cheap. what's nintendo <laughs> um been like in the past with with price drops um the wii u as bad as it went literally never got a price drop wow. in Australia. That is incredible. In America, in America, it got a $50 price drop about maybe two years in. Hmm. But Australia, if if just before the Switch come out, if you went to EB Games, you'd be picking up one for four four thirty. the original price it come out at. That is ridiculous. I don't, I don't yeah. know why. I don't know why. I was just flabbergasted when I saw the commercials for yeah. it. But. That's the thing. There's, I've, you know, given the Wii U and other blunders in the past, I just have a distrust for Nintendo. Unlike, like, a lot of people have this in, infatuation or this, you know, nostalgia for Nintendo where they'll, like, they'll be lining up to buy the Switch because they just want a reason to come back and for everything to be happy again. And I don't know if you're, I don't know if you're one of those people, but, uh, how clear do you think they are from their mistakes now? Like, do you feel like they're on the path to to just kick goals with everything they try, or do you think that they've still got some some room to overcome? Well, they still definitely have some room to overcome. 
Because uh, I mean, I like some of the stuff with like voice chat and things like yeah, that are kind of yeah. embarrassing. I think. Uh, I I feel I feel the console is solid this time around. The Wii U, just in all respects, from a hardware perspective, was not good at all. Like the loading times, the menus, it, it was all bad. Hmm. <laughs> I don't have too much to say good about the Wii U except for the games. They were fine for the most part. Um, but yeah, the, the Switch is good because it, it loads quick. It's it's nice to look at and, mm. and you couldn't say that about some old Nintendo machines. Yeah. But yeah, the, the voice chat and the online definitely need an overhaul. Uh, they they have a paid service coming early next year. So you would think that would be an excuse to sort of upgrade it, make it better, but you never know. I'm not... Not holding my breath. Is this paid service like a PS Plus Gold kind of thing? Subscription um, service or? Yeah, sort of. So in Australia, it's $30 a year. Right. So it's a fair bit cheaper. And you get um some... What do you get? You get you get older games from um, NES and SNES for the Switch, but with um, online features built in. Mm, okay. So, so I assume leaderboards and things like that. Right. It we we don't really know yet. They haven't said much, but you just reminded me of something that I wanted to say about the snares, which is I'm really grateful it's got this like kind of save anywhere feature. Oh yeah. Like <laughs> that that wasn't. I don't know if it was advertised really, but it's been a lot of help for getting through some of those Mario World levels. I have to admit, it's kind of cheating. But yeah, yeah I just, just save, save at the end, yeah. Yeah, when you have, when you have, when, if you lose all your lives and you have to replay like three or four levels because that was the last time there was a safe game, then yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit that reset button, which feels kind of weird, in the middle of a mm. game, and then save the state, which, yeah, it's, it's yeah. gotten me out of some jams. Because Mario Bros. Three, if you die halfway through the world, you go back to the start of the mm. world. Yeah. So you've got to do like five levels again. So did they have that on the NES oh. as well? Uh, yeah, me. Yeah. yeah, cool. Yeah, I just th- thought it would be—I'd be remiss not to mention <laughs> that that feature. And it, it's so weird, like having to sit close to the. Well, you're sitting pretty close anyway because of the controller, but you have to physically press the reset button to get to that menu. It's kind of a throwback. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have anything else you want to uh, throw in for the switch? Uh, I mean. Odyssey coming out is going to be a, a pretty pretty big thing, I think. Uh, whether or not it has the impact that Zelda had, I guess we'll see. But I think it's definitely going to be, as far as, it's, it's going to be a talking point. It's going to be one of those games that everyone won't shut up about, regardless of whether it's because it's a, an amazing game or whether it's, you know, hilarious bad or cringe like people are going to talk about it because it's a Mario game and yeah, and, yeah. and, and uh, there's something that uh, Alex Van Aken from OK Beast did a, a video on this recently but Nintendo's tapped in so well to kind of the meme culture that's happening at the moment on social media and you know having characters doing dabs and Mario running around with no shirt on like just things like <laughs> things like that just seem like built to create discussion and hype and and memes on the internet and whether it's intentional or not i don't know but it's it's there and it's it's 
you can't really escape it, I think. <laughs> That's what Ubisoft brings to the Mario series, <laughs> making Luigi dab. Yeah. <laughs> but they were doing it in the Mario Kart as well, right? Uh, n- not Kong. dabbing. Didn't Donkey Kong like have oh, he, like the move where he flips in the air and like dabs? No, he probably yeah. he probably did. I've seen a video oh. of that. I'm sure slow motion replay. I try to ignore all the dabbing stuff. Yeah, my uh, my girlfriend's little brother. All he does is dab yeah. and all this other. <laughs> it's funny. Uh. All right, Jono, we might end the episode there. Thank you very much very for good. coming on. No worries. Um, people can catch me on Twitter at Jono himself. Check out putting in work on iTunes and Platinum Explosion if you want to get some of the PlayStation content from Explosion Network as well. Yep, You guys have a fair few shows on Platinum Explosion. Yeah, there's... Please plug them away. Yeah, there's Pleasure Explosion now. Uh, I guess it's like comedy button, Game of Agree style discussion show every week. Then we've got Platinum Explosion, which I mentioned, and uh, Grandstand Gurus is the sports show that... Jack Cruz does every Wednesday with with the rest of the gurus. So yeah, there's something for yep. everyone. Uh, a few a few uh, months ago, you guys done the uh, the topic friendship. Mm. Yep. And I, I was driving to Adelaide at the time, and I was listening to that, and that that really hit me in the feels. It oh really? really? Did. Just thinking of like thinking of, like thinking about my experiences with my friends and people moving on and mm. all that. Yeah, it sounds that's... like you guys have gone through similar things. Yeah, I mean, it's good to yeah. good to like we do some fun topics like we just did our top five movies and yeah. you know things like that. But yeah, we we like to mix it up and do some serious stuff every now and then. So yeah, I'm glad you enjoyed it and yeah, friendship it's good. Can uh, the internet yeah. the internet's definitely made made it different. Hey, <laughs> yeah, it sure has. Like yeah, it's being able to reach out and talk to people and yeah, do stuff like this. It's great. Yeah, it's good fun. Well, I see you at PAX in a few weeks. Yeah, so soon. Can't wait. Yeah, awesome. Well, I'll see you there. Yeah, too easy. All right, guys. We end the show each and every week with Nintendo Jukebox, where we put some cool Nintendo tunes in your ears. This week, we've got Mega Man 2 Acoustic Mix by Simon Leong on SoundCloud. <laughs> All right, guys. Catch you later.